yeah, now we got the, the Comcast shit sorted. Yeah, yeah, what you were saying it was freaking sparking. Yeah, dude, it was fucking the fucking coaxial cable that provides cable and uh, internet to our house was sparking, man. Like you and saw they, it, you saw it sparking. Yeah, Devin, Devin, and my dad went went out and looked at it last night. I didn't see it, but um, <clears throat> but yeah, it was uh, it was fucking sparking, and then today the fucking jerk off from Comcast comes today, and uh. <laughs> He tries to like. He's about to start to fix it. You know, I'm gonna say this for the podcast. I'm gonna say this for the podcast. Yeah. It goes goes into a funny story a little bit. Okay, I'm I'm ready. I'm gonna park that one. Yeah, you ready? Yeah, park that one out front real quick. <laughs> you, you you are now listening now listening now listening to the Da Show. Da Show. Now listen now listening. Episode 15. We are here. Ja. Fa. Pod. How are you, Keith? Fa. (laughs) I'm good, Ja. Doing great. Having a great time. Uh, Starting to pod a little little later, but still, hey. Sun's still out. Just past the morning. And uh, we're out here on episode 15. Can't believe we're here. We are. And you know what? I'm just saying, if we didn't even say that we were starting late, they would have never, ever known. Well, now it's out there. The cat's like, out of the bag. I like to be honest with our viewers. I like I them too. to know exactly when we're when we're recording. You know, I, I, I don't want to front and say, we got up at 7 a.m. and <laughs> did it exactly on schedule. Never. That sounds <laughs> horrible, actually, doing it exactly on schedule. No, yeah, dude. It, it's so much fun to dick around and procrastinate and then get on here and then you know then the hype's there <laughs> do we always have like a, a minimum of 15 to 20 minute pre-podcast before the podcast yeah i i've been really enjoying them actually it, it, it is funny i was thinking this the other day of like how the podcast has um like formulated like the format that we had because like we used to just kind of jump in start the pod and go now we do like a little 15 minute like warm up like getting going and some conversation then we do the pod then like a little five ten sometimes longer a little debrief at the end just to just to wind down yeah it's a perfect pod you know one of my favorite things about listening and this is this goes with this pod but really any pod that's like has more of a loose format like we typically do right um is that like I love that, like, in, in the first conversation that we have here, typically, like, there's some little thing that one of us will say that we'll latch on to that will go into a nice, deep conversation with without even thinking about it. Like, mm-hmm. that's the beauty of us. And I think that honestly goes back to doing it in the morning, even because I feel like our minds are always just more fresh and just like have that, that shit ready to go. Yeah, I, I agree. I, I think the morning is a lot better. Um, like you're saying, like mentally, just to have more things going on. I feel like I'm a little bit more awake. I do. I am a nighttime guy. Like, you know, like there's always like people who are like, are you a morning guy or nighttime? I love both for different reasons. But like I do really. And we've talked about this on the pod before. I love being up late at night, like 1 a.m., 2 a.m. It's just so peaceful. There's a, the, the only people that are awake at, at that time are people that you would like want to talk to really most of the time. I feel like, you know, because those are people that are like with you on that same wavelength. Like, you know, I don't know. It's, it's just a very peaceful time. I feel like big night owl vibes. It's nice getting that like 
once again, exactly what you said. You step out and there's no car noise or minimal. Nothing. There's you look up, the stars are out. It's very easy on the eyes. Um, yeah, I got blue eyes, a little sensitive sometimes. So hey. need sunglasses most of the time. Tabor did have to wear sunglasses while we were at the diner last time we saw him. It's actually I. That is a funny little connection there. I actually for, completely forgot that that happened and that one hundred percent happened. Yeah. We sat down. Yeah, I, I had the. Uh, I had the booth. We both had booths that were like in the sun ish. They were, we were kind of close to the window, but I was, mm-hmm. uh, my back was like looking right towards all the windows. So I was like, man, I'm not going to survive. I'm just going to look like a douchebag. It's got to yeah. happen. You know, it, it was funny when we, we never really got to talk about it, but it was funny to see you when we went to the diner to see your, you being the customer to the server. You're so genuine. That's okay, boss. That's all right, boss. Yeah, no, thank you so much. <laughs> so genuine. Dude, it's so funny that you say that because exactly what you're saying, Nick Michelli pointed out when we were in uh, Wyoming. I We went to the, the Cowboy Bar, which I don't even know. I don't know if I really touched on the Cowboy Bar. Mm-hmm. One of the highlights of the trip for sure. It was in town in Jackson. There's like the quintessential, like, I'm sure it's a very touristy spot, but like they have fucking, the bar stools are like, instead of a like just typical circle red stool or whatever it's a fucking right. it literally looks like you're sitting on a horseback it's what? fucking cool yeah it's really cool and it, it looks like an old-timey like big whiskey bar it's fucking awesome dude that's awesome so, and, what, and, so like there's no backs to the chairs it's like you're sitting nope. on like a saddle yeah there's like those they have like little literal saddles and there's like that little stump that's for your back but like not an entire backrest but to go on to the point i was saying earlier uh you just mentioned like me interacting with the server when we went one of like the last nights where we walk in and it's tough to get a table there because it is, it is, well, it's actually very much ingenious. If you, if you, if you like restaurants, if you're a restaurant nerd like me, this is a little porn for you. So what they do, it is very smart. You walk in, you pay your cover charge five bucks. Cool. You then it is free reign. You can go to the bar. You, you can get a seat if you can find one, whatever you go to find a seat, put your shit down, talk to someone or whatever, get, they're about to leave, pick up their, their, their spot. Here's where the smart part comes in. You have a, you have a server, obviously that that'll bring you drinks or you can go to the bar should get, if you have a seat, you should get a server, obviously, but the food is completely separate from the, from the servers. You go up and order your food at this, this little window, and then they'll give you a number and then they, they bring the food out to you. Wow. So, so so you don't have a server constantly coming up to your table. Kind of they're they're just coming to check for drinks, which is a, so much quicker and easier on them. It's easier. On, it's easier on everyone. Like you don't have to like then okay, she's got to go bring fucking eight entrees to table fucking whatever in the back corner where I'm waiting for one beer here. You know what I'm saying? It's yeah, not right. You'll never get that. You're always going to get your drink as soon as it comes out. It's fucking yep. it's such a good idea. It's it's efficient, and that kind of goes hand in hand with, you know, you've been to an Aldi, I'm sure before. The way Aldi has you check out for your items is absolutely genius. I don't know why other grocery stores haven't thought of this. If you've never been to an Aldi, you pile your stuff on the conveyor belt. The uh, the guy at the register is sitting, and he brings the shopping cart around, and he just loads everything in the shopping cart. Just scan, 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 scan. And then you go 
and bag your own stuff with your own bags away from the line so everyone else can just keep going it like like you're there and you're like this makes so much sense and it's so efficient like if you have over a hundred dollars worth of items it doesn't matter you'll still be just a couple minutes and the cool thing about all these um chip readers is you can insert your card pay for it before he's even done scanning everything so it'll just like it'll hold your card already and it'll be like mm -hmm. once it's done it'll charge this card Right, but like like you like literally do the whole transaction, your card's already in your wallet before the receipts already come out. Like it's so quick. That's and efficiency, like, man. And and you know, you just get the quarter for the cart. You just put your quarter in, you get your quarter back. It it just is like, man, like imagine if Walmart was like that. There'd never be there'd still be lines, but not as crazy and wild. Like like I think people would prefer to bag their own stuff in a lot of cases. I mean, I, I think it's fun, like you get to bring your own bags, helping the environment a little bit, and it's more efficient. Just I don't see any bad or negative thing about their system. You took the words out of my mouth, especially with uh, overall efficiency, but especially environmentally friendly. They're one of the places that all the only thing that they have in terms of carrying stuff there is cardboard that you would, in theory, reuse. And yeah. I don't know if it's the same as in Florida down down there, but they, typically they'll have that big area, which is a bunch of shit ton yeah. of like fruit boxes and shit that you can throw your stuff in. But if you bring your bag, yeah. uh, you don't have to pay for them or whatever. And I, I think they might get you if you if you grab some of them. But uh, yeah, yeah Aldi Aldi's got it down, man. No, they have it down. Yeah, I think it's like five cents a bag for a paper bag. I mean, we I'm actually looking at our bags. We have all our bags right over there. Nice big, you know, just tote type of bags and. We just fill her up and, you know, Aldi, not only do they have great prices, they have good food. I've never had any issues. I think they're all great. Some of the generic brand stuff can be iffy. Like some of the cereals I don't like, and I've talked about that on the pod before. But overall, I mean, it's like so cheap. Like if you have one bad product out of like 10 or 20, it's like, like I'll take that. Like that's, yeah. that's really not a big, big deal to me at all. It's worth the, uh, the, the outweighing of the uh, price of the food. Now, actually, hold on. I just realized I didn't even – I'm going to zap this conversation into – or this this bit of the podcast into a little little condensed part because I, I went on way too long earlier and went winded uh, and got on a tangent on this story. But earlier you had said it was nice to see Tabor interact with a server that yes. when I wasn't working. At the at the cowboy bar, we were yes. sitting there. Nick Michelli, we just got on our table, and we hadn't gotten served yet, and I – once again, efficient place. I'm trying to make sure our, our waitress gets our money. Uh, we like we were waiting a while, and then Morales like ordered a, a few beers at the bar, and I was mm -hmm. like, "Damn, like I don't want to take money out of her pocket because like that's beer she could have served us, which would have been more tip for her." You know what I'm saying? Like right. if you go to the bar, that's not her money. Then she's yeah. just having a table that's gonna get from the bar all night, which is a cool in a way because you don't have to deal with them. But still, so I'm, I go over and walk over to the server, and I'm I'm talking to her for a second. I come back to the table and Nick Michelli goes, I could tell even just by the posture and the oh way you were God. moving your mouth and stuff, you were just like, no rush, take your time. <laughs> Please come over when you get a second. Like, no rush, we're good. Oh like, my God. How much of a no rush. <laughs> Loved it. Well, and I... Well, no, well, no. No, I, I was just going to say for our viewers out there who might not no job personally if you do follow us on our instagram you would have seen a very genuine video that job put up 
we're trying to make no profit, just good morale. And the the story of this uh, this Instagram video he put up was, we are selling John Foss shirts. So whoever's listening out there who didn't see the Instagram video, but is listening to the pod, we are uh, selling John Foss shirts, cream and brown, Wawa logo, Wawa please sponsor us so we can sell these in stores. And uh, anyway, John just put up just a, such a casual video of him getting out of his car, sunglasses on, phones, you know, he's like walking or getting out or doing something. Try and make no profit, just good morale. If you want a shirt, let us know. No big deal. <laughs> no rush, no no pressure. <laughs> Literally. I, so I, casual. That, that's the vibe I try to uh, put out there, man. I There are Love so many that. people who are just fucking so difficult to deal with for fucking no reason on everything. No, right. like, no, if I right. can just be the one calm in everyone's life, the, the one person that's just, I'm, I'm ebbing and flowing, man. I'm rolling with the punches out here. That's... I like to provide that in people's life too. Well, and uh, just a w- w- one more thing to keep talking about Tabor. Um, on my Snapchat story, I have tons of memories. Usually every day I have a memory because I take a lot of Snapchats. And I always save them. And uh, four years ago, yesterday, I had a snap of me, Tabor, and a bunch of people at mini golf. And Tabor, man, had the long hair. It was like down to like here, it should look like. You're wearing like the striped like polo long sleeve shirt, and uh, we were talking about was this. It, a was little... it red and white? Yeah, I think it was like I a polo shirt, shirt maybe okay, or something. Good. Yeah, 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 yeah. I think it was long sleeve. I'm not 100 sure. I think it was, and uh, you know, we were talking about this last night of just all of the different uh, like look changes Tabor has gone through throughout the year. You, you know, you've never been afraid to change up your style, change up the hair, change up the clothing. You know, even the facial hair, you've gone from nothing to just a stash to now a little bit of both. Like, I love it, man. I love it. Thanks, man. I really appreciate that. And exactly what you said. I'm not afraid. I'm never afraid to try a different thing for myself because you never know what's going to stick and you never know what's going to, like, strike with you, you know? Yeah. Well, I've said this before. This, this, like, I'm going to call it a phase for lack of a better word, but this Tabor phase that you are currently in, I think is my favorite Tabor phase. Thanks, love man. It. Yeah. I love I, you you a... look good and look happy. You just look like a good, genuine guy. Thanks, man. <laughs> How genuine am I allowed to be around you? Bare minimum. I can barely even accept that sometimes. <laughs> oh, it's crazy. No, but dude, thank you. Yeah, it's like uh I don't know. I think it not that I get stagnant or like that I dislike my look ever. I I again I, I actually yeah. I at, at every point of me doing the things that I do, I'm always into the thing I'm doing. I'm not like, oh, this right. doesn't look good. Like I, I, I like it. I it, I'm gonna roll with it. I'm it's yeah. gonna and if I don't like it, I'm gonna figure out the well, next time I go for it. Well, a couple years ago, I gotta tell you, I went through a little phase of dyeing my hair like blue and purple and all sorts of shit. I am really in the mood to dye my hair pink. But before I do that, I kind of want to shave my head. Not like completely shave, shave, but short. Like kind of like, I I think it was like a one or something. I got around, maybe like do that all over and just like dye it pink. And you know what? The, the, The main reason for this is because like I am working from home. Like, and I don't think my job would care even if we did work in the office like we had because what when because I did work for Disney a couple years ago, it it really sucked. And, and this is me just being kind of stupid and just young or whatever. But two years ago for Wildwood, which is actually coming up at the end of the month, which we'll have a whole pod about, I'm sure. 
We will. Um, if we can somehow record while we're in Wildwood, I know it's like going to be impossible, but it would be fun. I know we were saying like maybe just doing videos and stuff. Uh, that'd be cool too. You know what? Real quick to interject. I'm, I promise yeah. I'm not going to go on a tangent. No, no, I mean, you're you fine. You know what we could do? We could get one of those stick recorders, I feel like. You know what I'm talking yeah. about? That we would have in radio class. Like literally just like shove something in your face, get an interview from AB real quick. Yeah, exactly. Well, I do that. Yeah, I mean, it would be kind of like- You do we, that, we yeah. Do you already. Do, yeah. Yeah. Right, 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 right. No, but real quick, just to go off this long tangent, two years ago, we all dyed our hair blue for Wildwood. And I was all about because I dyed my hair blue for Wildwood the year before. And then all of a sudden, everyone's like, what if we dye our hair blue? Like, bro, yeah, I know. And uh, so anyway, so of course, I did it, no problem. But then literally a week later is when I went down to Florida to do the, the Disney program thing or whatever. And they're like super strict. You can't, I mean, they're, they're a lot lenient, even more lenient than they were then now but like at the time you couldn't have tattoos your hair had to be like a certain cut like all this crazy stuff so the dye that i had was like semi-permanent for a while so my mom had to come down completely bleach my hair or no she bleached it before i went down completely bleached i had all white hair that's how ally met me actually she used to call me danny phantom <laughs> she loved it i kind of liked the white hair too i can't even lie i think i rocked it um and then my mom actually came down to Florida and dyed it back to like the, you know, the regular um, color. Palm I have color. The problem with all of this is I damaged my hair so much and it freaked me out because I was like, because this, you know, I put all these chemicals in my hair. I mean, my mom really had to bleach my hair and, and you know, I'm not a hairdresser or anything, but from what previous hairdressers have told me is blue is the absolute worst to get out of your hair like that is the hardest color out of any of, of the course colors. so um so to be honest with you i was freaking out because my hair felt dead and i'd be like in the shower and like some would come out and i'm like dude oh my god like i really screwed up i will say though since then my hair is a lot healthier but but the whole reason why i'm saying this is because i do want to dye my hair again but i don't want to do blue because everyone in wildwood's like let's do blue again i'm like mm -mm, no I'll do pink. I'll do something light that will like kind of just go with my hair and just like, and now that I have this job, it's not like I have to like rush to get it bleached out. Like I can just kind of let it. Cause like, if I let it just naturally come out of my hair, I, I, there'd be no issues. But the fact that I had to like bleach it and bleach it and bleach it and had all these chemicals in my hair, my hair was not happy. Yeah. So, when you, uh, when you, you put be, that, I'd be careful. Yeah, dude. When you put that much, uh, that much, like you said, like chemicals and phosphates and, all that yeah. shit in your hair you, it'll it'll kill it man i i you know me i'm a big uh i'm a big self-care guy i, I do care yeah. a lot about my my yep. my skin my hair this at the mm -hmm. other well uh, you're 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 not getting your hair like even even uh washing your hair with shampoo every every day you're not supposed to do that you're supposed nope. to let those oils in your hair build up they're supposed to be there like exactly so so that bleach fucking man that it, I it, it kills ha had had to do it, but man, that sucks, yeah. dude. I can't even imagine like yeah. putting your hands through your hair must have like literally like not hurt, but like felt like disgusting in a way. Oh, like, it, it was like hard. It was like like now I can just like you know my hair just kind of flings all around, feels great. But at the time, like like I get a shower 
and like even in the shower like i'd be like scrubbing it you could feel it like all like molted together it was like awful you, you know what was my saving grace that i started doing that i still do to this day is i take biotin every morning i don't know if you ever heard of that nice it's yeah yeah it's for hair skin and nails yeah and uh, my, my grandpa rest in peace he actually just passed away last year or yeah last year and uh, he took biotin every day for years and this man for an 85 year old man had a beautiful set of hair and i was like you know what man if it worked for him i'm gonna do it and and i'd say it, it's helped me man it's like really has and um you know if it wasn't for that and then just kind of getting back on not dyeing my hair which was a huge thing and then just kind of just taking care of it using better um you know like shampoo and conditioner not just like that cheap not not that i ever use cheap stuff like i was never a three-in-one type of guy but uh <laughs> you're disgusting me with the three-in-one talk right i know i you know, know. I, you know i've yeah. never i've never done the three-in-one ali actually told me uh she's like oh man i was so happy to hear you were not a three-in-one type of guy oh, when I oh, well, hey and, and one. nothing against you if you're using the three-in-one but maybe maybe just look into some other products <laughs> i would agree i i have i have recommendations if you need them don't worry yep absolutely um quick segue into our morning before i forget just oh, yeah. um so i i just did a classic iced coffee today just a little bit of cream nothing crazy i actually didn't even have breakfast so all, all i had was a granola bar um but something cool i want I to love, tell you i love the granola bar are you oh, always dude. sneaking the i just had a granola bar how much are you shaking dude. before the granola bar i swear Allie gets pissed because i'm like <laughs> shaking i need a granola bar <laughs> like like the first the first crust of my eyes open i need a granola bar <laughs> dude they're just so tasty and i just feel like it's a good way it just has a lot of, a lot of different stuff in it and they're, they're tasty treats just one but um, but dude, so Allie saw this thing on TikTok. We we were watching a bunch of videos of this girl who like kind of she like cooks you know meals for herself pretty much, but they're always like kind of like a little out there, like mm. more towards her culture, and they're really cool. Anyway, she does this thing where she gets an ice cube tray, fills it up with coffee, and makes yep. coffee ice cubes. So you know, because she takes a long time to drink her coffee, like Allie does. Allie can take hours, so it doesn't water it down so much. Anyway just used them and i just put them in ali's coffee and they're you know they're just brown coffee ice cubes that you put in your coffee such a great idea now me personally i don't need that because i slug my coffee down but the idea of it's super cool i i, I love the idea i thought that'd be something uh, interesting that you'd appreciate yeah i'm glad you shared man i've, I've heard of that uh i've heard of people using that for tea but uh i mean coffee is just as applicable i used to i used to do the same i used to um when I was a kid, I like coffee would be too hot for me typically. So I'd always throw a water or an ice cube in there. But right. the, more, the older you grow, you realize, oh, I'm, I'm watering down the entire top sip and then the entire thing. Like it, it kind of sucks. It does suck. And I am not, um, I'm a little weird with my coffee in that way where it needs to be either steaming hot or iced cold. If it's like in the middle of that weird, like kind of lukewarm, I cannot drink it. I hate it. I will not finish yeah. it at all yeah, so it's tough man it, it is tough so you, you know like with the ice cube thing because you know fish is a big ice cube thrower in her but he also doesn't use cream or anything so he just has his coffee black so it's either he has to wait 20 minutes to drink his coffee or he throws in a couple ice cubes and it speeds up the process but like you're saying it also comes with the negative effects of watering it down which isn't good yeah it isn't and 
I can't imagine, especially for uh, for black coffee. I'm sure it definitely waters it down a fair bit. No, exactly. Um, real quick, I just wanted to hear what you had for coffee this morning. Anything crazy? And did you trust the woman at Wawa with your bagel? I actually did not get a bagel today. I, I went for my uh, – I'm back on my – not that a bagel would be a bad um, – a bad choice for a thing to, to eat first or like first thing in the morning for breakfast. But right. I, uh, the, my go-to like you will typically get, uh, granola. I need some granola. Granolas. <laughs> <laughs> uh, like I actually, I do. I actually have a case of the granolas too. I, I almost every morning, I love to start my morning with, uh, almond, uh, almond milk yogurt and, uh, fucking a little bit of, uh, fuck like well, a granola like like the bag of granola, granola like just okay yeah that's what i meant you can right. sprinkle the granola on the top and mix it in on so you top. got a little crunch Delicious. in every bite Delicious. so good so good that's awesome yeah and right. what have, what have you been doing for coffee throughout the week do you normally make it still or you, you go out for it if you do it now I, i'm like like i've said previously i don't know like i don't find a desire too much to drink coffee throughout the week like that i don't know like I, I, I thoroughly look forward to and enjoy drinking it like every Thursday here. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. That's now, interesting. I do, I do drink the, I've talked about this before for sure. The, uh, the premier proteins, the protein shakes with the coffee yeah. in them. Mm-hmm. Those are great. Um, but again, I don't, I don't necessarily have those every day. Uh, they're not always in the house. So, but they Dude, are, they're a good, good way to kick off your day a little. No, I, I love it. A little granola bar, a little, a uh, little energy in the morning. Never hurt anyone. Um, I, I personally have been I've been drinking coffee regularly. I will say I don't think I've been drinking it as much because I did go through a phase where I was having like two to three cups a day uh, for, for the past couple of weeks or so. I've just been having one or even just a half of one and I've been good. Um, but it, it definitely I do feel a difference when it gets towards the end of the day. I feel like I am a little more extra tired. But um, hey, you know, you get through it. And, uh, you know, if, if I ever need more coffee, it's always there. I did want to tell you real quick about this morning. Because me and pa, me and Fa were gonna uh, do the pot a little early, and then Fa was having or Ja was having some uh, uh, cable oh, issues. Oh, yeah, yeah. Thanks for Jesus. The the, the podcast. The, if if you think it's easy remembering things before a podcast, I implore you to just record one and try to remember all the things that you thought of in the beginning of the podcast. This is why I've been writing things down during the pod Thank so I don't forget. God. Thank God. <laughs> you have so to. I do I do have a story. Thanks. You you were like a when when you're a little real little kid and you're playing T ball and the coach comes up and he puts the ball right smack dab <laughs> in the middle of the tee. That's what you just did. You teed me up perfectly, man. Good. All right. So here's a little Ugh. story. Hashtag fuck Comcast. Let's get that going in the chat. Um, <laughs> we do uh, need to do a live podcast like on Twitch. That would be cool. We can definitely do it. I, uh, I, I've told you before, there's a, there's a Sixers podcast. I will definitely, definitely shout out. It's called the rights to Ricky Sanchez. Awesome podcast. It's very big. It doesn't need our shout out at all, but it is an awesome podcast. I also have, I want to do a live podcast and I have one more idea for a future podcast. That's so dumb, but I think it'd be kind of fun. Do you but want to anyway. say it or do you want to oh. like hide it? I'll say it real quick. No, it's not even a big deal. So I, I was just thinking like, you know, like when you have headphones on, obviously, and like, let's say you're listening to a song 
and like you'll hear like the ad libs in this year but like you'll hear like another sound in this year how cool would it be for one podcast if we just completely put my vocals to the left and your vocals to the right so then when you listen to it in the earphones like you only hear me on this side and you on this side and it's just like i like that a lot I but like then if, that a lot. But then if you're not wearing headphones, it will still sound like fine. Yeah, you know, yeah. But it would be extra cool to listen with headphones. I think we could feasibly do that. We would just need to be together and with a mixer. Either that. Well, I think on iMovie, if you mix it, you can actually make the – you can – oh, well, yeah, you're right. Because we'd, we'd be on the same two separate together. tracks. Yep. You're right. No, yep. you got it. <laughs> <laughs> no, but yeah we, yeah, we should do that one time. I feel like it'd be fun. Anyway. I, I don't know if I've said it on this podcast real quick, but my grand scheme for an, the ultimate, the penultimate episode of John Fop will be one time where Keith and I fly to each <laughs> each other's oh. houses and we record the podcast. No difference at all. Just in None. each other's houses. No, in the no exact difference. same. Like no I'm one- over there. And you're over here. <laughs> and no acknowledgement of it. No, not being None. like, oh, we're doing it this. No, just show up and I'm in your house and you're in my house. <laughs> I love that idea. I also do want to do a podcast. That I know we've already kind of done it a little bit, but where we're just completely trashed. Like, I know we've done some where we've had some drinks, but I want to do one where it's like, like we probably shouldn't be recording a podcast yeah I'm just down. to see what happens because because last time we did we drank uh we got like i feel like perfectly and yeah. reasonably lit right like like not uh not noticeably but i want one where it's like ah oh, god sakes like i might i might have to turn you guys off <laughs> my, oh, those are bad anyway before we get yeah, too yeah, off yeah. thank you fuck thank comcast. I, I i was i was about to roll back into it yeah fuck comcast uh i had to um I texted Fire that uh, I might be a little little late because uh, the Comcast guy was coming between ten and twelve, and of course you automatically assume that guy's not going to get here until twelve fucking o'clock, a hundred percent. The second you see a ten to twelve range, that that jerk off's not getting here until twelve no. o'clock. So I'm already mentally prepared to, for us to not be recording until like now anyway. And then fucking the guy shows up. At, I get a text from my dad saying the guy's already coming. It's it's nine forty five, and I'm like, holy shit, let me. I was just after I like literally just got home for the walk. I was like, fuck, I didn't even have time to take a shower. Got changed real quick. The guy shows up. I like go to open my basement. Even like I opened the storm doors downstairs just to make sure he had an easy route in and out if he needed to go. Yeah. He gets there. He fucking, he sits down for a second, starts looking around, grabs his voltage thing. And he's like, I, man, there's, there's volt showing here. So I don't, I don't really feel safe doing anything right now. And I'm like, what? Oh, Oh God, here we fucking go. So then he's like, ah, he's fucking muttering or whatever. Then he's like, doesn't look like your, your house electricity is, is grounded correctly. So that's not good at all. Uh, And I was like, holy shit. So I text my mom, call my mom or whatever real quick and say, Hey, before this Comcast jerk off does anything, he's got to get the electric company out here to look at it. So the Comcast guy ends up doing one thing, which he changed this cable. It's uh, essentially it is it is the the passageway between my internet downstairs the router that we have mm-hmm. and modem we have and the actual comcast box that's in the sky or whatever right. so that that links the two things it's called a coupler so the coupler that he took out literally you could see it was like burned on the inside so the Whoa. new he put the new one in despite him saying that there was voltage coming through and he could get electrocuted or whatever 
he did it and then he said well we're gonna have to come back out tomorrow and fix it or whatever or something's still not right so we have atlantic city electricom this guy oh no comes out he gets out of his car he's walking towards me he kind of seems like a wise guy like a guy a guy you see on the sopranos he's got a yeah. slick northern a slick jersey accent fucking great guy immediately clicked with him just a lot of lot of uh bosses being thrown around it's it's a good combo yeah yeah you, you know between both of you nice boss now you got a boss yeah. yep a lot. <laughs> a lot a lot of respect was there i felt it so he oh oh my god he gets out of his car goes to the side of the house uh where the uh electricity box is gets on his knees he starts scraping this wire or whatever to uh i guess the it was the grounded wire so he's like scraping it off i guess there's some technique they use to make sure they get the right detection of the voltage he gets his voltage thing out and he's like, these fucking Comcast jerk offs are so fucking lazy. It's crazy. And I started cracking up. He's like, this guy has oh. no clue what the fuck he's talking about. There's nothing wrong with the ground in our house. This, that, the other. He's like, these, this guy's such an idiot. I can't believe he told you that you would need to have someone come back out. This, that, the other. He, he sat there for a second check the connection the comcast guy said that there was too much voltage for him to work there was one single volt flowing through now granted that is an electric current don't get yeah. me wrong not not asking a man to, to risk his life but right it clearly seemed like this guy i think his name was ronald from uh robert robert from comcast dude didn't want to work today apparently I, he didn't yeah. feel like doing it he he did it he did part of the job which i ended up having to finish but uh yeah so fucking my guy matt my guy Matt from Atlantic City Electric came out and was just a fucking great time. Calling the Comcast guy a jerk off. We shook each other's hands. He fixed our. Uh, <laughs> oh my he god. Did, he did fix a little part of our electricity, I guess, if you will. The um, the insulators for like the actual the actual lines that connect to your house. So like the the power cables that like individually come to our house. Right. The, the line at the end was a little frayed, so he fixed he fixed those up for us. So. Good. Well, swell guy. And then I, I saw he's about to leave. I went out real quick. I was like, we all good? And he's like, yeah, man. And we gave each other a handshake. We said, fuck Comcast. And we went about our day. Amazing. So so is it all fixed now? So Comcast doesn't have to come back out or do they? I don't think they do because uh, like essentially what the guy did, again, he, he one of our cables was essentially blown up. That It was, it was the Comcast cable to our house, right. uh, not our cable into the Comcast bit. The Comcast cable, he cut off the end. Oh, ooh, slammed hey. my mic. I'm sorry. I'm hey. sorry. He he cut off the end of the 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 cable and reinstalled a new one. And uh, but then then he that's when he was like, I think there might be an electric current. I don't know if I can do this. Is that literally? It was the most simple task ever. You just have to fucking you have to take this wire that grounds the actual cable connection and right. just slide it out and then unscrew the the coupler off the wall. Just screw just screwed it back in and then tighten the cables on both sides and boom we have power or boom, we have uh internet again dude awesome hey did, did you let matt know that you're trying to record a podcast today <laughs> i didn't i didn't but you know what matt would have been a great guest i i guarantee it we should have him on sometime you should hit up blank city electric for matt i should he dude he was i'm telling you he was he was like a slick slick new jersey guy i don't know you, you know it, instant great vibes it, it is funny uh, we're talking about that because I was thinking of this yesterday. I think I am ready for a very low-key guest that isn't one of our friends. Yeah, like me soon. too. Me like, too. Like, like, like someone, like they come on and we have like a couple questions prepared, like a little bit more 
structured than we normally do just so it's not like dragon or anything um but like i i would love just a random dude like like matt from atlantic city electric would be perfect like just right. something dumb <laughs> makes no sense like but but he's on the john Fox. i do want to try to get brett brown on here too i don't know I, what the you contact never know. you ne- you never fucking know like people have done crazier things and what's the word it's like asking out a girl what's the worst they could say no no exactly exactly Hey, well, you know what? Shout out Matt, man. He sounds like a great guy. I am happy uh, that you do have electric and that you are able to record. Um, On the flip side, down in Florida, while you're having this great time with Matt, I was in fucking dreamland central. And I was having so many weird dreams. For some reason, I haven't rode my longboard in months. But I kept having these crazy dreams that I was going down this big hill. And I kept like trying to like lose it, but I'd always like catch myself and I'd like turn and like just miss a car and all this stuff. Like, is this like a San Francisco hill that you'd seen like crazy taxi? No. Well, yes, yes. <laughs> but we're in Stratford, New Jersey. Though. Okay. Gotcha. Because then all of a sudden I ended up at Yellen School, which is our middle school, and went in and it was like a mansion. And I remember talking to one of the teachers and being like, I don't remember our school looking like this. And she's like, yeah, we did some upgrades. And I remember being like upgrades. This is great. Like it literally looked like classic. Like have you ever seen like the movie knives out or something like that? Yeah. Big, beautiful old mansion. I was like, this is not the middle school we ever went to. And then boom, right after that scene went right back to flying down this hill on my longboard. I'm like shaking. I'm scared. I'm nervous. At one point I fell off and I landed in like mud and I was like, Oh my God. And it was just, crazy dream man crazy dreams I, I i feel like i can't explain it as well as it was in my head when i when it was happening but just weird stuff like i like i said i haven't rode my longboard in months why was i dreaming about flying down this hill it's crazy Do you think it had some symbolism that dream I well i well that's kind of where i was getting at i i don't know and um i i don't know and i i do like to look into that type of stuff to see um, as of right now, I don't have any symbolism towards it, but hey, maybe in a couple of days, maybe that means like my life is just flying downhill quick and I'm just staying on barely. <laughs> hey, but sometimes, sometimes, man, sometimes you're just barely staying on and sometimes you're navigating those hills like you're fucking, I don't even know what, Tony Hawk. Yeah, exactly. Um, also, two quick high thoughts. Um, me and Fire away. Me, well, I had that I kind of brought AP Hall into the other day. Uh, I, think I, I think I know one of them. You you do know the one. That's <laughs> going to be my second one. Okay, go. go first, one, first one is we're sitting outside on our balcony. It's nighttime. And we have... <laughs> right, right, right. <laughs> and, I, and I we had have a this shocking realization. I'm sorry. That, that was the <laughs> quick delay. And, and we, we have this gecko that like you know crawls crawls down this like the white like gutter part of our balcony and uh what we're seeing we're seeing him crawl crawl down and Allie's like hey look there's that gecko and he's white and he's like a white gecko and I said to her I was like do you think there is ever white geckos before there were buildings that were white because like they change colors I think or something I think it's geckos or chameleons that change colors chameleons Chameleons are the ones that change colors but whatever the case we got into this conversation where what if humans could change their colors according 
to like what they're looking at. And I said to AP Hall, I was like, dude, I feel like if humans could do that, there'd be like a lot of thefts. I agree. Because because you could just look at like a mannequin wearing clothes and then you could just do it. Well, then Allie was like, yeah, yeah, I don't know. I don't know. All of a sudden, she's like, well, actually, there'd be a lot more that have to go into it. And went on to this whole thing about how stealing with this chameleon power would be a lot harder. And you'd have to plan out your trip because you'd have to keep changing your color for each environment you're going through to run away from the cops. I, it was just this whole stupid wow. thing. But but isn't it crazy? I feel like people don't talk about that enough. How crazy is that a chameleon can just look at a color and make their physical body a different color? Like, how does that yeah, happen? It's, it's insane, man. That's like, actually a good question. I mean, I feel like we need a scientist on and get like a what they need to do an entire what dude section. Right. And like, and then me and Ali started getting the conversation. Would there be a piece of technology that could do that for humans? But like, I don't even know how it would work. I don't even know the, the logistics of it. That's giving well. me um, the fucking cloak from Harry Potter vibes. Yeah, kind of. Yeah. yeah. You know, that's probably what, how it would have to be. You'd have to turn invisible. Yeah. But then you'd be able to kind of like just change. You know, Cause, cause yourself. I think, I think they do that to blend in with their environment. It's like mostly camouflage. Like they'll do it for Exactly. Um, and, and yes, the other high thought I had while we were brushing our teeth the other day is <laughs> how your arms, man, your arms are just hanging there until you need them. And as soon as you need them, hey, I'm right here. <laughs> how ready for you are they? Oh, my. They're just so it's just because we were just brushing our teeth. and I was just looking at our other arm, just kind of just swinging around, nothing to do. But that arm, if you needed it. Be right, right there. there. <laughs> <laughs> that was funny. Oh my gosh, crazy! But uh, the other thing I just wanted to ask you too was uh, our shout out our Rick and Morty fans out there. If anyone watches, uh, newest episode just came out this past Sunday. Me and Allie watched it two nights ago. One of the, I'd say one of the crazier episodes. I know, like you were saying last night, not the craziest by any means. But just the overall plot, I it was off the wall, but I loved every second of it. This season has felt so like Rick and Morty, like the first and second season to me, and those were my absolute favorite. Three and four were just okay. Like there were a couple good episodes, of course, but I mean overall, this I, I think I've loved every single episode this season for different reasons. Yeah, I've I've definitely enjoyed and exactly what you said. Uh, like it, it feels like the old seasons again and i i don't <clears throat> i don't love to like compare because it's tough it really is tough because like you know they're in the fucking fifth season of a, of a cartoon where exactly do you go you yeah. know like it, it is it, it's got to be really tough as a writer you you can only do so much you only have so much of the characters and the universe right. that you're in. now granted they can go to any universe they but, can do anything right but the, the like to what you said i don't know i feel like there was a very much of a dip of interest in seasons three and four and now i will say i've gone back and watched most of season four a lot of the episodes are fucking outstanding seriously really? outstanding oh yeah the vada acid episode in season four that's funny probably my favorite episode i've watched of any any of the any of the show episodes really? it was fucking hilarious man Right. Well, I now I, grant. Let me uh, yeah. not go into crazy thing, but uh, the Vat of Acid episode of Rick and Morty. For those, just to give a quick synopsis, essentially Rick comes up with an idea to, if he needs to kill himself, he jumps into a Vat of Acid that's actually Mountain Dew that he can breathe through, and then he like lifts bones up that go to the top, so it looks like yeah. Full context. Yep. 
no, it, it, it's a great episode. I, I do agree. It's just, I, I think the thing that I like about this season, I said this about previous cartoons and shows, and we actually talked about this on the pod, of course, too. Love episodes of shows where everyone, everyone's involved, the whole family. You know, this, uh, you know, another show I think of is Bob's Burgers. You know, you know, I love when the entire family's involved, whether they're all doing their own separate things. I just like they're all involved in some way. And I feel like the Rick and Morty writers this season have really captured everyone being involved in some way. Maybe, you know, Jerry and Beth not having the biggest parts, but they're still there. They're still there with the family. You get to see their reactions to things like, like this past episode, you know. Like when Beth and uh, Summer, they're jumping on the sperm and we're like, yeah, right. Like, it's just so cool. Like, I mean, you, you have to watch the episode because that probably doesn't make a lot of sense. But <laughs> <laughs> um, and and like I've been loving I feel like every season, I don't know if you'd agree with this. I feel like Rick's like personality varies a little bit. Like, I feel like some episodes he's a little bit meaner where sometimes he's more just like, let's get fucked up. Like. I've been loving Rick's personality because like, what was it? Not this past episode, but the one before him and summer were just going to all these planets, just getting like fucked up and all. And then this one, he was just so funny. The bottom line is these crazy, huge sperms came to life because Marty, Morty was combining his sperm with horse sperm or something. And the whole time Rick didn't know that Morty was doing this. So Rick's like, there's no way this could happen unless there's something that maybe happened, Morty, but I want to know that for sure. And it's just so funny because the audience knows exactly what happened, but Rick truly doesn't. And even throughout the episode, Allie was like, I feel like Rick does know and he's just kidding. But then you find out he really didn't, he didn't know like what happened and highly recommend it. it it's impossible to even describe what happened in that episode. You just got to go and watch. <laughs> I think you hit the nail on the head fucking, especially with like the fact that, they break the fourth wall so often and so well mm -hmm. they will all the time like make references that are to the to our world but mm -hmm. they're making references about it in their world like yep. i don't know it's just fucking outstanding that they can do that and the way that they do it like some some shows like are like i don't want to say tasteless about it because i can't think of a particular example off the top of I my head but like though, yeah. there's a way to do it and there's a way to not and i don't know they always seem to fucking make me laugh when they break right. the fourth wall like that right no, well, I, I think the craziest time they broke the fourth wall was actually in season four. And it was that train episode. It was when they were like in that that weird time train. And at the very end of the episode, Rick says to Morty, we're in a fucking pandemic, Morty. You got to consume. You got to buy things. And like, well, to add this in and like have it in an episode. And like last episode, they, they referenced Marvel. They're like, you're ready to go see this Marvel movie yeah. shit that everyone loves. It's like, yeah. Like no no need for it, but also it just makes it so funny. It's just like yeah. adds that like realistic like something you can connect with that you know. It's not like a made up thing in the show, you know. It's, yeah, it it real it's so good. I, last thing I have about Rick and Morty, and then yeah. obviously you can say anything you need. Fucking, uh, if you do like episodes where the whole team's involved, uh, season four episode nine. Yeah, my favorite one. The camping really episode. yeah i fucking love that one man i just saw like, it for the first time recently the that camping is like, episode that's and like the, the heist quintessential video. that's like the quintessential like they're all involved. whole family yep no the exactly video which season that, is that from that was season four episode three the heist that was my favorite one for a while i i definitely saw it but i can't remember it off the top of my head i stopped watching after the fourth episode when the dragon was in. 
that was the worst one. I, yeah, I'm, that was. I'm sorry to that say that was brutal. That was a brutal one. Well, that's what I've been. They, they made fun of that though in this in this most recent episode of Rick and Morty. I'm pretty sure. Did oh, they I not? Did. I didn't catch at it. At one if point, they did. at one point, uh, Rick says like, uh, "You really caught up. You really got the peak of that dragon." that dragon hype that that game of thrones hype with there did you morty because that was the one thing that he like did that was cool or whatever the, yeah yeah asking for a and dragon it and stuff right. yeah <laughs> it is funny and and i feel like that episode kind of sucked like purposely like to even just prove that point like for rick to like for rick to be right you know yeah. like like I, I i do truly believe as much as it just seems like it's nonsense 24 7 I think there's a reason everything happens on that show. Like, like that is such a well thought out show. Yeah. Um, and, and it's crazy. And it's so fun on adult swim. They give like a quick minute, like talking to the directors about the episode and like, they, they act so like scientific about it. Like all what happened. And you're like, what? Like, <laughs> like what are you even talking about? But uh great show. If you don't watch Rick and Morty, highly recommend it. Um, I think it is time for the, what, dude? What did you say? Ah! What, dude? Ah! Wait. Do I do? We both know exactly when it's coming without ever, without even ever verbalizing it with to each other. Yeah. Like I yeah, knew exactly. the next thing that you were going to say was the what, dude? No, it it you can feel the what, dude, circulating in the it's head. It's boiling in my body. So, my this week's what, dude? Um. Is it's, it's food related in a way, and it kind of comes back to me and Allie and like when we eat food. It's not that fascinating, but apparently, bigger forks lead you to eat less. Really? What? So that actually, it, is a big one, dude. So uh, it's fascinating to me because you know we have different sized forks in our apartment, and Allie is afraid of the bigger forks she does not like eating with the bigger fork she likes it to be a nice small fork for her hand i like I small have, forks, I, and forks and spoons though i have a pretty big hand so i don't care i'm just forking it up you know uh anyway just a quick background a study in the journal of consumer research found that when diners were given smaller forks with which to eat their meals they ended up eating less wait what wait 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 what Wait, bigger forks lead you to eat less, right? That's okay. That's what it says. We're given smaller for they end up eating. Wait, what? this is because the smaller forkfuls of food lead diners to feel they are not making much of a dent in consuming their food and they're hence satisfying their hun hunger. I feel like that that reason actually doesn't back up. Bigger forks lead you to eat less, and then it says. Diners were given smaller forks to eat their meals, and they ended up eating less. What? Ah, I should I should have read the little. Uh, maybe maybe they just fucking mis mistyped. Well, they meant more. Yeah. No. Let's right. just assume that they meant more, and that is actually a crazy what, dude. Here, well, here, and here's another crazy one. Bees can detect bombs. Wow. wow. There we go. Is <laughs> <laughs> the what, dude? All set now. Yeah, bees can detect bombs. That one's even more crazier. Wild. Um, dude, and, and then also just my quick little music rep recommendation. Uh, me, and, me and F Ja were actually talking about this yesterday. Vince Staples. Um, yeah, I don't think he's released an album in a long time, right? It's been a few uh, years. Yeah, it definitely has. I, I can't, I, the last album, I think, 
it wasn't big big fish theory was it was it that's it might it might have been it it oh wow fm came out after big fish theory that is insane to me that's absolutely insane to me that is crazy I actually loved FM. There are there are a lot of really good songs on there. I, I, feel I, like I they can't don't get the recognition they, they should they should. Right. I can't say I've listened to that one. I, I've definitely listened to Big Fish Theory quite a few times. Um, from a recommendation from Tabor. Anyway, uh, he just came out. Vince Staples came out with an album called Vince Staples. Um, the album is literally twenty minutes, twenty two minutes, I think exact. Just uh, like like me and Tabor were talking, perfect album for the the length of time like the beats were interesting they all it was a complete project every song made sense with the one that was before and the one after it, you know it, it kind of reminded me of the j cole album and 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 here's and listen to the album made me realize why i wasn't a big fan of the j cole album and i and, and i still liked it i'm not saying i hated that one i still think it was really good but when you make a complete album where all the beats kind of sound similar there's no reason to make it an hour and a half, you yeah. know, Migos looking at you, Migos. Exactly. Migos, huge one, huge culprit of this. And you, you know, there's a way to do it right. There's a way to do a 20 minute album, get everything you need in there, make it interesting and end it. Someone who does not know how to do this is ski master slump God calling you out, man. Love you so much. I want you, I want ski to put out bop after bop after bop, but he gets in this weird bag where he feels like he needs to like the the things that he tries different are not the things people are asking for no one's asking ski mask to rap over an acoustic guitar you know what i mean like no like what we're asking you to just have these hot beats 10 bangers 20 minutes that's it like if that's all he did it it would be one of my favorite albums like that's all you need to do and what and what that staples did was he stayed in his bag he got all these beats that sound similar but are interesting. Like the samples and all he used were so cool, and uh, he just like spit what he needed to spit and ended the album. Not too much, not too little. I thought it was perfect. I thought yeah. it was really well done. Yeah, I completely agree. You've 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 said everything that I thought. I mean, uh, even even just like I was like thinking about it before because we've already talked about Vince Staples, so I was assuming he was going to come up. So. The, the thing that I think is really beautiful about this album is like, I couldn't pick a favorite song because the album flows so well. Exactly. The album flows so good. Like I can't remember if it's the second or third track, but there's just such a good sample. It's so simple. Yep. It, 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 I say it for food all the time. It's not trying to be anything that it's not. It, it exactly. is a nice, concise album. And I think he did a great job. No, exactly. And it's funny you said that because the two songs I say specifically from the album was three and four. I, I can't even tell you what they're called or anything, but they they just sounded really cool to me. I, um, I I couldn't remember which one I really liked, but one of them one of them had a it was either three or four. I can't again can't remember, but it had a fire sample. Yeah, exactly. And you know, I I hope for any rappers who do make shorter albums, look at this one and take a lot of reference from it because that's exactly how you do it. And again, not bagging on J Cole, I think he's a great artist. And you know, I I think J Cole is someone who does need to release a longer album just. I don't know. I feel like it'd be like if Kendrick released a 20 minute album, you'd be like, whoa, or, or Tyler, yeah. the creator, you'd be like, whoa, what the hell? Right. I, I feel like, I feel like J Cole's in that thing where he does have to release a longer album. And I fully understand that. I respect it. Um, but like, if you're just looking for a little 20 minute album, complete, concise, bop after bop, the mix, dude, the mix 
the mixing and mastering for that album sounded so like crisp and clear, like more Clean. crisp and clear than other albums. Like just sounds so open, but so heavy and hard at the same time. So yeah, I, I don't know who, who was the mixer for that album, but they did a fantastic job. So shout out Vince Staples, his new album, go check it out. And, um, that's all I got for you, Fa. John. I, last, <laughs> last thing. I have nothing else other than the last thing I want to comment on that. Uh, I love when we get, we always get bogged down in music conversations, which is wow. fun. I, I do love it. Um, but uh, I think even you said it with J. Cole, like he wouldn't typically make like a 20 minute album or J- Kendrick, you would be surprised. Like fucking Kanye. Kanye made three albums that were that were fucking seven tracks and they yeah. every one of them banged That's because true. he picked the best songs. He he has he had content in every song. Every song didn't feel like it was a fucking throwaway that he just threw into an album. Like, yeah, again, not to harp on Ski Mask, but you listen to that album and it feels very incomplete. Whereas you've listened to Vince Vince's album and, like you said, it feels dense. It it feels open without it feeling like you're like you're wanting more. No, it, it's... it feels good. Like and you look at so many artists that are successful with doing a short album, but as opposed to the guys that are just throwing out a minute and 40 second tracks where it's one verse and it's like, come on, man, let's fucking annoying. It's it's like a little bit more. And, and, you know, ski mask isn't a freshman anymore. He's been around for a few years. Like he, he knows what his audience wants. And in a way I, I hate to go this far, but it's almost a slap in the face a little bit because it's like, like, look, I'm not expecting ski mask to make an eight minute masterpiece on a beethoven sample like that's not what i'm looking for i'm expecting the heavy 808s i'm expecting the song to be at least two minutes like come on a two minute song bare minimum bare Bare minimum minimum two minutes and and, like and that's not asking a lot by the way well and i I was really upset about it last thing truly last thing i'm gonna say about ski mask and all listening to his older tracks like baby wipe catch me outside death is long like a soccer mom what happened to these beats or falsifier even yeah who that had these great samples just so interesting so like things you could relate with like the samples you heard like um like death is long samples that spongebob uh yep beat or, or spongebob song or whatever like just so relatable and you're like oh my god this is so weird but i love it like now it's just ronnie J. let's like we talked about this it's yeah. like ah oh, this is so over it man now without ripping on ski mass one positive thing i was saying to Tabor, i really like him and dj scheme i've been liking the collabs with mm. him danny towers and little yachty there's been a few songs coming out with them super flame super fire i i think ski does a lot better when there's another feature because just him can be i think he forgot how to produce a song or it could be a record label issue i don't know and if it is i feel bad for him but uh hey you know what this isn't about Ski Mask. This is about Vince Staples. Great job on your album. Yes. And uh, looking forward to another one. One more thing, I promise. No, you're good. The last thing I'll say, and this has nothing, well, it doesn't, doesn't have to do with Ski Mask, but like, I think I've mentioned this before, but it has to do with all mediums of art. It's like, it's really a really, really tough, tough and cruel world out there for, it for an artist because you have artists who thrive off doing the same things and you have artists who struggle because they do the same things. And it's mm-hmm. such a, it's such a 50, 50. It's tough because you look at an artist like the baby people mm-hmm. for a while were complaining that the baby never changes sound this, that the other, 
Did he ever change his sound? No. And is he still just as popular? Yes. Because yeah. now I think people, when they go to the baby, they know what they're getting and they like it. Right. Whereas like, I don't know, like it's, it's tough to, to, to look at an artist and say, Hey, you have to change, but there's some artists that just like your style gets stagnant so quick. It sucks, mm-hmm. man. Sucks to say. Right. Well, and I think the thing that like, you know, the baby's doing right is his flow is so still fresh and new, even though it is repetitive at this point, it's still new. Like you've never heard someone really rap like that. And the thing on the, the, the baby beats they're always interesting. They always, they always keep you up. It's sometimes they're trash, I must say, but a, a lot of times they're, they're really well produced and they're in different time signatures, whether you realize yeah. it or not. And uh, you, you know, they, whether you like them or hate them, there's going to be a couple songs you find yourself just like bobbing your head. It's, it's impossible not to, you know, there's some and, beats uh, that you just can't right. not, especially when he works with Kenny beats all the time. Like he's smart picking his producers, whereas Ski's just working with Ronnie J every time. Ronnie J and like, Oh my gosh. Like God, Zooks. I, 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 I wish I could just send him an email and give him a list of producers. He should work with. <laughs> well, like, like even cash money AP, who's kind of fell off. Like, why doesn't he work with him at least again? You know, like, yeah. like, like he made the beat for baby wipe. And uh, I, I think even a couple other, it doesn't even matter. He's not going to listen, but it's, it's ridiculous. <laughs> <laughs> Dude, we, anyway. went in, we went in on music oh, right there. Oh my gosh. I love it. But Hey, I'm cool with ending it there. That's all I, I have. I am too. We, um, we went super long. I think this is almost an hour 20 right now. Oh my gosh. No way. I swear to God. I ordered near there. Hey, it's been a great pod. I think we need to end it. Ja, lead us off with the shirts and the closing. Oh yeah, dude. Thank you. Thanks for teaming me. You're like, again, like that T-ball coach who just puts the scenes right down <laughs> in the middle for me to fucking knock it out of the park. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm going to do my genuine pitch. Guys, I come to you not in it, not in any terms of need, but to potentially fill a want of yours. Have you always wanted a shirt that's cr- cream and or brown? Probably gonna be just cream, just to keep it easy. A cream shirt with a fake Wawa logo on it. Well, we have got your shirt. John Fa had a lovely, lovely design by one of our first listeners, Liam Fisher. Uh, he lovingly designed us uh, a Wawa logo that says John Fa instead of Wawa. Uh, I think we're going to do a little size size run of uh, of these. We're going to have any size you need. Uh, we'd love to get engaged some interest. I don't know how many people listen to this and don't follow the Instagram. But like you were saying earlier, um, I'd love to get everyone involved. I want everyone to get involved for the morale. I don't want we're not making money. We're, no profit here. They, I, no profit. There's, it's, we're going to our boy Mark. He's going to hook us up. We're going to have the t-shirts and we're going to give them to you. It's not like, oh, John Farr bagging at five bucks on every no. shirt. This is strictly for good morale, Josh said. And, you know, I do, if you don't follow us on Instagram, I highly recommend you do because I do feel like we should release the logo on our Instagram just so people have an idea of what it's what it looks like. Yeah, you're right. I actually, be interested. I don't, I don't even know why I didn't. I have it on yeah. my phone too. I'll, I'll, uh, after we're done this, yeah, I'm going to sit down and, uh, do the deed, smoke a blunt, and then, uh, I'll, I'll get that uploaded. Sounds good, dude. Love it. Love it. Dude, so let's buy a shirt. Yeah. Wait, don't uh, buy a shirt. Ask us for a shirt. Yeah. Ask us for a shirt. <laughs> now, yeah, again, we, we have about like 12, 15 people so far that are getting shirts. So I, again, I don't know how many people actually listen that are not following. But if you're not following Instagram, John Fapod, Jaffa pod on Instagram, pardon me, on Instagram. And then we're going to, 
me and Keith were talking about we got we're gonna get that TikTok rolling. We want to start getting some funny clips out there, out to everyone. For sure, for sure, man. Hey, it's been a great time with you. I've had a great. It time. has been a great time, man. I we we went from being delayed to probably the longest podcast we've recorded yet. So thanks everyone that's been listening again. Can't say thank you enough. Uh, tune in next week. Episode fifteen is done. We're out. We're out. Done.